You're listening to Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. And here is your host, Eddie Monster. What's up, everybody? I want to welcome everybody to the very first edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. Uh, This is born out of a necessity um, because the situations are dire here in the United States. And for those of you that don't know, we are actually technically living under probably one of the worst times that I could ever remember uh, dealing with the coronavirus. It's not easy. You know what I mean? A lot of things have been put on hold. There's no more sports. There's no more uh, live events. You know, whether that be wrestling, whether that be music, sports, whatever it may be, uh, social gatherings are not allowed. So the weird thing about this, or the funny thing I should say about this, is that this is born out of, of, you know, a passion uh, that I have. So I was always doing Pedal to the Metal Radio on WBIM 91.5 FM, which was based out of... Uh, Bridgewater, Massachusetts, so Bridgewater State University, that's their college uh, university station. I started the show back in 2010, and, you know, back in those days it was playing, you know, nothing but 80s rock, uh, 80s metal, whatever it may be, whether it was Maiden, Crew, uh, you know, we played Poison, we played all sorts of stuff on there, and I did that for the majority because, I, you know, at the time you needed a real shtick and Nobody was doing, you know, 80s metal, you know, hair metal slash heavy metal uh, was sprinkled with a little thrash metal thrown in there and nobody was doing it. So I felt the need to to be that guy and be the one that was doing it, you know, because people were doing a 70s show. There was 90s show. There was all sorts of stuff there. So whatever. I graduate in 2012. I did the show 2013. I excuse me. I uh, did the show for you know another semester, and then it was you can't come back, and that was what I was told. You know, for years alumni had been doing uh, radio shows at the school, and I get it; it's a student-run station, so it's up to the students um, as to what you know they want. If they don't want alumni, then there's no alumni. But there was always you know there's always a ton of spots on Sundays that were always open. So none of us, I think, really cared. Even when I was a student, I didn't care uh, personally if alumni came back. And there was a thing called Alumni Takeover Weekend, which is how Pedal to the Metal started staying alive. Um, I did about five years, I believe, four or five years of Alumni Takeover, six it might be, uh, something like that. And it was a way to kind of keep this show alive in some sort of way, uh, but this past semester, you know, some things opened up in my life. Uh, this current semester, I should say, some things opened up, and I found the opportunity to do the show every Sunday. And I said, "All right, you know, we're going to do this because it's been so long since I've had a continuous, you know, radio show. Um, you know, and I managed to do one show, right? And it was the worst show because I forgot." Um, an adapter for my iPhone and a lot of my songs that I were gonna that I was gonna play were on the iPhone, so that was quite 
the damper there. So I had to basically sit there, play some music, and then totally improvise on what I was going to talk about. I searched the internet, was like, Jesus Christ, what am I going to say? Stuff like that. Whether it was horror movie news or or rock news, metal news, whatever it may be. I was trying everything that day. So I managed to do one show. And from there on out, I had the worst time trying to get back into the studio. Now, whatever the reason may be, doesn't matter. You know, all I know is there were people never there to let you into the building in the middle of the freezing cold. So a couple times, you know, I would wait, you know, okay, I'm going to wait 15 minutes. You know, if nobody shows up, then I'm out of here. And that's what I would do. Waited the 15 minutes, nobody showed up, boom, I'm out of there. The final weekend that I actually got to show up for, I was in the building waiting in the lobby for somebody to let me in. Nobody let me in. I was there for an hour and probably 10 minutes. And then finally I was like, what's the point of even being here? Went home. And then from there on out, it was, oh, you know, they're going on spring break, so there's going to be no shows because there'll be nobody there. And then the coronavirus hit. And you started seeing that schools were closing. Uh, a lot of colleges were sending kids home, so on and so forth. So it was like, ooh, I don't think I'm going to get back on the air. I mean, probably not anytime soon. So I would ask this one kid who did a metal show there at the school. He was an alumni like myself. Um, And, you know, he would give me as much information as he knew. Um, I figured at least a couple weeks until April 7th, probably nothing was going to happen because that's been the thing around this state, not anything until April 7th. Um, And then come to find out, Nothing until September, and then maybe not even anything. You know, maybe no alumni can come back. Apparently, one of the organizations in the school does not want us to come back. Um, and it's a shame because, you know what, we we helped keep that station alive when we were students. But it is what it is. You move on. Uh, but the coronavirus, man, really is killing a lot of things lately, right? Because... I mean, look at all the concerts that aren't happening anymore, right? And there were a lot of shows. There were a lot of bands that were supposed to go on tour. I remember there was Black Label Society touring with Obituary. That today, as of Sunday, March 22nd, that has been rescheduled. So congrats to them. That's going to be happening in late August, I believe. And uh, if you go to Loudwire, there's this list that Loudwire has uh, that was provided by, um, I believe, one of their readers. And it's a list of all the bands that have canceled tours. And I mean, this is like, I mean, there are at least 179 artists listed on this. Uh, I mean, anybody from Ministry, Mayhem, um, you know, Creator, uh, Kill Switch Engage, um, you know, Hammerfall, so many. I mean, you you look at the list, it's it's absolutely crazy. And, and one of the things that I've been noticing uh, as of late, and I saw the singer from Trivium, uh, Matt Heafy, Heffy, I believe that's how you pronounce it. If I'm butchering it, I'm sorry. Uh, but he started his own, I believe he had his own Twitch page. Uh, but there he's been performing... Almost every single day, you can catch him doing, you know, something. Whether it's singing every song to a certain album, whatever it may be, he's been going live uh, almost every night on Twitch. And you got to give it up, Twitch.com. 
uh, excuse me, twitch.tv forward slash Matthew H-E-A-F-Y. Check it out there. He's been doing it. Uh, Code Orange, this incredible hardcore band, right? We're supposed to have this record release show. And, of course, because of the coronavirus, everything just got pushed and pushed and pushed away. And they decided, you know what, if we can't do a live show in front of an audience, right, then let's just do it with no audience there. We'll have some visuals to go along with it, and we'll stream it on Twitch, which is exactly what Code Orange did, and they absolutely killed it. If you haven't watched it, I believe it's on their YouTube page. Um, I know they did premiere it on YouTube, uh, I believe, last this past week. And they're also releasing it as a DVD, and you can watch it. It's it's incredible. These guys, you know, performed at their at their very best, and they did it with no audience, and they went all out. That was the most incredible thing. It was almost like, you know, you'd have to believe it at one point as a performer that you feed off of people, right? So if the audience is totally into it and they're totally fucking feeling you right there, it's like. You know, you feel like you're on top of the world and you're performing and you're just killing it, right? But what happens when the audience isn't there? I mean, are you feeding maybe off of the fact that, you know, everybody's moshing at home? Maybe, hopefully, right? But man, they killed it. It looked incredible. I mean, I wish I was there watching the show, but I wasn't. I was at home, safe and sound, right? So Code Orange did that. And, I, and it inspired artists. Like literally it inspired other artists. Because now Bands in Town, that app, is going to be letting you know every single time an artist is about to go live online with a live stream. That's incredible. Nuclear Blast just recently went online as well. And they were... Um, Yes, uh, on Saturday the 21st, they were doing this thing with with the new Carnifex record. And they just kept putting it on repeat all day. And you could donate to Carnifex. You could, you know, buy their merch, which I did. Very proud of that. Um, and then today, the 22nd of March, they did uh, Fit for an Autopsy. They did their new record, which is just absolutely incredible. And you can do the same thing. You can buy their merch. You can donate to the band during this Corona Relief Fund thing. And and that's on Nuclear Blast's Twitch channel. I don't know if Nuclear Blast is going to do anybody else, to be perfectly honest. But that's kind of a cool idea. Why not? I know Mayhem, the true Mayhem, as they like to call themselves, the true Mayhem, uh, we're doing this thing online where they were just selling their merch, whatever merch they had that was supposed to be sold during their shows. They were just selling it online for cheap price. So you could take advantage of that. There are a lot of artists that were doing that. And, and you know, if you're a fan, you got to support your favorite bands. No doubt about it. I know I get at people like, oh, these bands make it new to me. I mean, they reach their signs. That's what I always do. I don't know why you care about so many artists. They're all signed. They're making money. 
Well, technically, yeah, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I mean, how much money are they really making? They can't be making they can't be making shit off of a record, that's for sure. It's all merchandise and live shows, so you're taking away these bands' abilities to make money when they go on tour because they've got to recoup a lot of things. I mean, the labels fronting the money, probably. I would hope they were. But they've got to play uh they gotta pay for plane tickets, they gotta you know, or you know, the bus, the the equipment the the road crew you know everything the lighting guys i mean everything and they're going to all these venues and there's money that's being put down and there's all sorts of these things and people don't realize that they just think these bands are fucking millionaires and that's it and nobody really you know bats an eye man like you know when these bands are begging for help one of the craziest things i'm going to tell this story real quick because i feel like this is a good story to tell um, I'm not into punk. I'm not, I never really, I like some punk bands and some pop punk bands, but I never was too crazy about that genre to be perfectly honest. I think a lot of it is complete garbage. Um, but there were, there, there's some artists that are cool, like four years strong. I like them. Um, but you know, anyways, the first time I ever went to the warp tour, was because I had become friends with this, well, a couple kids from one of my classes, my English class, EC1. That's what we used to call it, English Comp 1. That was like our group, man. It was such a great fucking class. All of us were friends. Um, it was just so much fun. And, you know, a couple of us decided, oh, let's, you know, let's hang out. Let's go, you know, somewhere. Let's, you know, let's. Just cruise, you know. Let's do a let's do a concert. Yeah, let's do one of those. So we went to the Warp Tour, and you know me, I'm just down for a good time, like whatever. I'm down to go to a show, and the Warp Tour gets over relatively early. So it's you know, I was like, okay, it's an all day thing. I can deal with it. Um, it was shitty out. I think it had rained a couple times, um, <clears throat> as it almost always did. Every time the Warp Tour stopped in Mansfield, Mass. It was always, I think it always rained on the day of the Warp Tour. But uh, I remember one of the things that kind of got me was the fact that, you know, a lot of bands were just like begging for anything for a buck. I mean, it was like walking by the homeless. Like it really was, you know, at this venue. These, these artists are walking around and they're like, you know, hey man, you know, just buy this water from me for like five bucks. Like, listen, I, you know, we need gas money. We need this and that, you know. And it was like, what? And at the time, I didn't get it, man. Like, I didn't honestly get it. I was like, dude, you're on tour. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? So I'm thinking in my head, like, the fuck is this guy talking about? I don't even know. But it didn't. I didn't understand it. And at the time, and then eventually, I learned. You know, the system of the Warp Tour. And that kind of got me because it was like, shit, not everybody makes money. And then I found out about OzFest and how a lot of the acts on the second stage had to pay Sharon and Ozzy in order to be on that. And that blew my mind because now they have to recoup all that money that they paid to be able to be on OzFest. So it's kind of crazy, you know. And then David Lee Roth taught me a thing or two. About how uh, 
how this whole money thing works if you read his book crazy from the heat yeah he taught me a thing or two um so yeah it's it's nuts man so this whole coronavirus thing right has just killed everything and then i'm wondering because this summer there are so many great shows that are coming around there's boston calling which has rage against the machine it's got the red hot chili peppers it's got uh the foo fighters that's happening in may believe like towards the end of May now is that gonna happen or is that not gonna happen Slipknot their tour date is hitting the Boston area May 31st is that gonna happen you know not fast there's corn and faith no more there's like so many amazing shows disturbed uh you know there's mayhem fest is supposed to be coming back um you know Megadeth Lamb of God Trivium there's so many great shows that are happening this summer, but have any of them really going to happen? I don't really know. But it's crazy. It's crazy to think. So, yeah, man, I mean, that's, you know, so the coronavirus is really hitting people hard. And so many artists are urging people to just stay home. You know, being some, you know, uh, music sites are being kind of cute. Oh, Motley Crue says... To their fans, be uh, to stay home, sweet home. Uh, it's cute. I like it. It's cute, but it's it's the truth. It's a reality. If everybody just stays home, you know, this whole time, we'll all be fine. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we'll come out on the other end of this, totally ahead of the game, and hopefully, this stuff. We know it's never going to go away because I think the coronavirus is probably the new thing, but we can limit it. And we can put a stop kind of to it until we figure out, you know, the proper measures, the the cures, all that stuff. So that is my thing about the coronavirus. But we do have more news about the coronavirus because Gary Holt believes that he's infected with the coronavirus. Gary Holt went and got himself tested. If you don't know who Gary Holt is, you're an idiot. He's a guitar player for Exodus and Slayer. And honestly, just seems like one of the nicest guys in the in the whole entire business. Love Gary Holt. I've seen him play with Slayer a bunch of times. And man, the guy did a great, great job. So you got to give it to him for that. Uh, but he believes that he was infected with the coronavirus. But even worse, he's kind of saying um, the fans like, hey, I appreciate everybody, you know, giving me the get wells but there's somebody else that is worse off than me and that is the drummer of death angel uh will carroll so will carroll apparently um is in is in the icu which is intensive care unit and that's kind of scary to think and gary holt said this he goes i've remained quiet on this earlier not wanting to say anything until i was certain it'd become public knowledge but Will Carroll is in need of some massive positive vibes. He says, me, I appreciate all the warm wishes I've gotten, but I'm sick, nothing more. Will is in the ICU, way worse than anything I'm dealing with by a long shot. Not even close. He is very ill. There are several of us that have symptoms and are waiting for test results. Will needs some healing vibes from everybody. Uh, excuse me, everyone. Here we are recreating the scorpions pyramid with the uh he mentions the singer's name from uh death angel and he says get well will so there you go um 
Exodus and Death Angel were on tour in Europe with Testament and the Trek was canceled because of the massive outbreak in Italy. Um, and that's pretty scary, man, to think. Like, nobody is safe from this. Like, people need to get that through their heads. Like, nobody is safe. Look at this. These are musicians, and they're, and they're sick. So it's a scary, scary thing. Uh, Rob Halford recently had something to say, so let's check out some audio from Rob Halford. Hello, Metal Maniacs. Right, so at times like this, this is when the metal community comes together, right? We know what we've got to do as far as keeping things clean. And that includes washing your hands as many times a day as is needed. Try and be isolated. If you go out, don't buy everything. Don't be a toilet paper hoarder. Don't be a kitchen roll hoarder. Don't be a hoarder of any sort. Because we're all in this together. We have to keep each other safe. We have to do the isolating. We have to do the quarantining. Whatever we need to do. This is serious, okay? But we're going to get through it. Because we've been through these problems, these situations before in history. And humanity has this great tenacity to pull together and to be strong and to overcome things that come before us. So look after each other. Look after yourselves, your family, your friends, your loved ones. Stay in touch. That's, that's an important thing. Text each other and Facebook, rather FaceTime, yeah, Instagram, all of it is incredibly important. You know, when there's a lot of fear floating around, um, this is when we really have to kind of look out for each other and do what's necessary and the right thing to do. So there you go. Those my little words of advice. Uh, I love you. Keep strong, keep safe, keep metal. Oh yeah. That video was uh, courtesy of Loudwire. Uh, you can check out the video itself. The audio, I mean, was courtesy of Loudwire. Uh, check it out on loudwire.com uh, because he's actually cleaning things. He's cleaning, like, his outfit, I believe. It's like the, the hat, the biker hat, the uh, the handcuffs, um, and some other things. The crotch piece, I believe. And then he cleans his microphone as well during that whole video but he's right man there's no need to be a hoarder of any kind listen if you need toilet paper just go to the store and buy toilet paper there's no need to hoard like 16 packages of toilet paper i'm telling you i've been to the supermarket and it's nuts it's absolutely nuts i went in there one day i was listening to corn their new record the nothing which is by the way absolutely amazing but it's just funny like listening to that music and then watching people like with their carriages just completely filled to the t- very, very top. Unbelievable. But these are trying times. So listen to Senor Halford, the metal god, because he knows what he's talking about. I'm telling you. One of the other crazy things is that as soon as I'm like doing this podcast, Testament uh, releases a statement. Now, Testament, everybody knows, Bay Area Thrash Legends, um, they were part of that tour with Exodus as I said earlier in the podcast, and here is their official COVID-19 statement. As many of you already know, after returning from the Bay Strikes Back over Europe last uh, Europe tour last week, 
Some of us in Testament have been feeling unwell and have made the decision along with our doctors to be tested for the COVID-19 coronavirus. As of yesterday morning, Chuck and Tiffany Billy's tests have come back positive, as well as some of the crew members. We wanted to reach out to everyone who's been supporting us and expressing concern to inform you that what we are doing what's right, that we are doing what's right, excuse me, and what's safe, and have all been quarantining ourselves since our return home, since before we were even tested. We are, of course, concerned for our families, our friends, our crew, our fellow musicians, and our fans. We've reached out to support our fellow barrier bands who are also being proactive in their own camps. So if you want to read the rest of it, you can go to Testament's uh, Instagram page, as well as you can visit my Instagram page. That's right. I do have an Instagram, and it's Instagram.com forward slash Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, it's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Spell it out. Pedal to the Metal Radio Show, all one word. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. It is facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Uh, spell that all out. And Eddie is E-D-D-I-E. So Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. There you have it. I wanted to do this as an introductory episode to kind of get you guys into the mode and into the feeling of knowing maybe a little bit about what you're going to get. But also understand that these are very trying times. COVID-19 has knocked out a lot of activity. Uh, Soon enough, we're going to be doing some fun things. Now, there was a segment that I used to do on, uh, I believe it was my blog. I believe it was called When Metal Bands Strike. And basically what it is, is it's a very people's court kind of thing where I present evidence. And usually it's a battle. And right now... I believe it's every single artist in the world versus Trapped. You can expect that on the very next episode of Pedal to the Metal Radio Show, the podcast. We'll definitely be doing all that great stuff. We'll get it all to you. We've got a lot of great, great, great things coming. Uh, Every week you you can also expect our track of the week, our album of the week, eh, as well as some other things as well that are music-related. I'm just trying to situate everything right now and figure out what I can and can't do as far as a podcast is concerned. And as soon as we figure that out, this is going to be full blast, full speed ahead. And there ain't going to be no stopping us because you cannot kill rock and roll and you can't stop metal. Never. Remember, support your metal bands. They're all struggling just like we are. If you can support, buy a t-shirt. That's all I'm saying. Buy an album whether it's mp3 or whether it's in actual physical form do something if you love the genre of metal if you love rock let's support it let's keep it strong as well as big message here support local metal bands no matter where you are in the country if you live in texas support local texas metal if you live in cali support local cali metal And even branch out. I've done that. I've discovered some amazing bands from various different areas of the globe, to be honest. So, again, support metal all the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your main man, Eddie Monster here. And you're listening to Pedal to the Metal Radio Show, the podcast.
You're listening to Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. 